Nintendo Indie Showcases, EA acquires more themes, Patty Jenkins gonna do Star Wars right, and CD Projekt Red says sorry. This is DBN News for 12-14-2020. First, it's from IGN and written by Adam Bankhurst. Nintendo Indie World Showcase announced. Nintendo has announced that a brand new Indie World Showcase will help ring in the holidays on Tuesday, December 15th at 9am Pacific Time, 12pm Eastern, and 5pm GMT. Announced on Nintendo's Twitter, this showcase will last roughly 15 minutes and will feature updates and new announcements on indie games coming to Nintendo Switch from our global partners. It's a short story, but still, this is this stuff's usually awesome. We get a lot of really cool indie games coming out, uh, whether they're ports, whether they're brand new IPs or whatever. But I, I, I'm expecting you know nothing less from Nintendo from these showcases. They're usually pretty spot on, and I can't wait to see what smaller game studios are bringing their games to the Nintendo Switch. Second is from IGN and written by Adam Bankhurst, EA to acquire Codemasters for $1.2 billion. Now, this story did drop over the weekend, but this is actually an update from IGN. An agreement has been struck that will see Electronic Arts acquire Codemasters for an approximate cost of $1.2 billion. The acquisition is expected to complete in the first quarter of 2021 at a price of $7.98 per share. EA outbid competitor Take-Two Interactive, which had previously submitted a near-billion-dollar offer. We feel this union would provide an exciting and pr- pr- prosperous future for Codemasters, allowing our teams to create, launch, and service bigger and better games to an extremely passionate audience, said Gerard Florin, chairman of Codemasters, in a statement. I don't know if Codemasters is worth $1.2 billion, but okay. Third is from IGN, written by Matt Kim. J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot forms game studio with Left 4 Dead creator. Bad Robot Productions' J.J. Abrams' movie and TV production company has launched a video game division under the guidance of former Valve executive Michael Booth. In 2018, Abrams announced that Bad Robots will be expanding into video games with Bad Robot Games, but the newest venture under Booth will bring the video game development in-house, meaning Bad Robot themselves will begin developing and designing games on their own. Booth will serve as general manager and will lead the creative team through the company's first game, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Booth was formerly a developer for Turtle Rock Studios, the developers of Left 4 Dead and Back 4 Blood. He was project lead on games such as Counter-Strike, Condition Zero, Nox, as well as working on Team Fortress 2 and Command & Conquer Generals. In a statement to Hollywood Reporter, Booth says, My career has been driven by a desire to innovate new ways of bringing people together for epic adventures online, leaving them exciting stories they can tell their friends afterwards. Booth added, The games I create center around people working together to survive and thrive in fantastic worlds, which seems an excellent fit for J.J. Abrams' approach to movie making. As a huge fan of J.J.'s work, I'm incredibly excited by the unique opportunity to create something new at Bad Robot Game Studios in collaboration with the world-class talent at Bad Robot. So, what that tells me is, you can expect a Left 4 Dead clone to come out of this studio. Or something like that. So yeah, fourth is from IGN and written by Joshua Yale. Patty Jenkins' Star Wars Rogue Squadron movie is not a video game adaption. Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins is directing a Star Wars Rogue Squadron movie, and while Rogue Squadron is known to many as a video game franchise, not to mention a series of tie-in novels, her film will feature an original story rather than a direct adaption of pre-existing narrative. Even so, Jenkins assures the movie will honor everything in the Rogue Squadron franchise that came before it. 
In the Star Wars Rogue Squadron movie, we're doing something original with great influence from the games and the books, Jenkins told IGN in an interview. There's a lot of themes being acknowledged and understood about the greatness of all those themes, but yes, it's an original story and I'm so psyched to do it. While the games have become classics in the eyes of Star Wars gamers, fans should expect Jenkins to build a fresh story from the ground up. The film was slated for a Christmas 2023 release. Dude, putting Patty Jenkins on here is probably the smartest decision they've done. She is a director of directors. Like this movie, knowing Patty Jenkins is on this movie, this movie is going to be buku bonkers bananas good. We're going to get a really good fleshed out story. We're going to get awesome. Like this is one of the best things that happened to Star Wars in a long time. And I cannot wait to watch this happen. I hope Luke Skywalker's in it, but if he's not, whatever. I just, the ensemble and the cast that, that hopefully Jenkins brings in and portrays is going to be awesome. I mean, we've gotten a little bit of the TIE Fighters from the Mandalorian, or not TIE Fighters, sorry, uh, uh, you know, the Rebel Fighters, you know, going around patrolling the galaxy. But I cannot wait to see this on a grander scale on the movie screen. And last is from IGN and written by Joe Scrabbles. Cyberpunk 2077 CD Projekt Red apologizes to those who bought the game. CD Projekt Red has apologized for not showing the base PS4 and Xbox One versions of Cyberpunk 2077 before launch, promised more patches, and offered refunds to those unsatisfied. In a statement on Twitter signed by senior members of the studio, the developer addressed player concerns about major issues when Cyberpunk is run on original PS4 and Xbox One consoles. First of all, Reads a statement, we would like to start by apologizing to you for not showing the game on base last-gen consoles before it premiered, and in consequence, not allowing you to make a more informed decision about your purchase. We should have paid more attention to making it play better on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. A statement goes on to point out that console bug fixes have begun with Hotfix 1.04 release last week. With another update coming within the next seven days, CD Projekt says it will update whenever new improvements are ready with two larger patches to come in January and February. Together, these should fix the prominent problems gamers are facing on last-gen consoles. The developer also makes clear that the PC version will also receive regular updates. After early reports around refunds began circling over the weekend, CD Projekt Red also confirmed that it will offer full refunds to the console version owners who don't want to wait for the updates. For copies purchased digitally, please use the refund system of PSN or Xbox respectively. For box versions, please try to get a refund at the store where you bought the game. Should this not be possible, please contact us at helpmerefund at cdprojectred.com and we will do our best to help you. Starting from today, you can contact us for a week up until December 21st, 2020. Shit show release. That's like the best way to put it. The fact that, <clears throat> come on, like they didn't know it ran this bad on, on, on you know, original Xbox and PS4 is like, come on. Like, this is totally, this game shouldn't have been released, but I understand why it was released at the same time when you push it back, what, four times? Uh, I have no doubts that whoever their publishers are or their stockholders didn't want this to get extended any further and were probably like, just release it. I mean, they've already got these big, quote unquote, big patches ready for January and February. You don't just have these big patches ready if you don't know that there are issues with the game, especially two of the last gen versions. This should have never released on PS4. This should have never released on, on Xbox One. This should have been a PS5, Xbox Series XS, and PC release only. Or hell, maybe even a PC release until the next gen version was ready. Either way, I think CD Projekt Red has lost a lot of goodwill and kind of showed that they're not really for gamers, by gamers. They're kind of a bit greedy and really 
you know, chasing that cheddar, you know what I'm saying? And that is the news for today. If you liked what you heard and want to support the podcast with a monthly donation, you can head on over to anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds. We can do all of that. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Next up, find us on all social media at dadsbeardsnerds. And if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, you're going to find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Until next time, I'm Anthony. I look forward to making more content for you. <laughs>